0: Well, you know, I, I actually, during John's show, listened to about 40 minutes of what Tito Imbawini was saying, and this afternoon, Finance Minister Tito Imbawini delivered a special budget speech to the nation, and in his speech, the minister stated that the country has generated far too much debt, and that was the country's weakness, and... Uh, uh, um within probably five or ten years from now, we will be at a situation where we will not be able to repay this debt. The debt will grow as the government looks to borrow another $7 billion uh, and try to keep the economy going. Now, with such gloom surrounding our economy, I'm reminded of what President Sir Lord Ramaphosa said about the youth needing to step up, get creative, and help strengthen the economy. And this is all good and well. But the youth are also victims to that high unemployment rate of thirty point one percent, and have been um, since before lockdown. And this thirty point one percent, as we said last night, is actually the uh, the the thing before lockdown. It's the the estimation and the figures and the stats before lockdown. So tonight we turn to the youth to get their thoughts on uh, Tito Mbaweni's speech, and joining us. Um, now is Elian Scott and uh, John Dylan Peterson from um, Activate Leadership Network to share the thoughts on today's speech and what it means for the young people of this country. A very good evening to
1: both of you. Uh, good evening, Zane. Thank you very much to everyone else for having us. Mm.
2: Um, good evening <laughs> I was wondering
0: <laughs> I was wondering where you were hiding. Very good evening to both I'm of not you
2: hiding. <laughs> you know
0: it is um we, we I've, I've had this chat with so many young people and um, i I'm somebody who have never ever had a CV to get a job so uh, <laughs> you know you must be thinking I'm very very lucky but it's becoming more and more difficult um, John Dylan, uh, what were your main takeout thoughts from Tito and speech this afternoon? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, then, you know, I could have been optimistic and been all, well, he's going to um, hopefully allocate some funds to either the social education sector or to um, relieve businesses and even speak about uh, money pumped into um, possible job creation. I, if you look at the context of this uh, budget, it was really just a supplementary budget that would really just highlight more regarding the um, uh, business relief that was announced earlier during the lockdown um, but then we were dis- I was dismally um, knocked out of any of any of my senses when I heard all that debt that we 've accrued so um yeah it's, it's, it's a it 's a very very dismal reality and in um, so I think the youth has just been numbstruck in any optimism throughout all this time.
0: Um, John, you know, you know the, the important thing about this um, is that you, you know what happens with debt is that somebody eventually inherits that debt. And as young people, you guys will be inheriting that debt. How do you feel about that?
1: Listen, that is, that is, um, that is a pain to really uh, be all frank about it. In um, particular, when you look at young people that are trying to get jobs or into the job market, so you're going to enter a job market that you're going to have to try and work in to relieve uh, this, this catastrophic debt that the minister spoke of. And I don't think it, it released its well for any youth member who's, who's already in dire circumstances to make a breakthrough and now having to face with um, that type of harsh reality within the country they live in.
0: Mm. chatting to john dylan peterson from activate leadership network as well as elaine scott elaine um as young people what 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 are your primary concerns about money
2: um my primary concerns about money and i'm going to say what i said um earlier on in mm. another interview that i do not think south africa lags in Resources as we do in planning and strategy. You know, I think ever since the lockdown began, um, there's been millions and billions of money allocated to different sectors for different reasons. But there has never really been direction and a proper plan set out in place, you know. So I think that the problem that comes with that is that um, even today, under job creation alone, the driving of job creation, we've had over 19 billion um, allocated to the cost, but there's not really um, detail as to which sectors should pioneer the movement in moving towards job creation. There is no direction as to um, where the allocation is going to be specifically focused at. And that is the problem because because finances alone will not really solve the economic disaster we are in and we have been in as a country. Mm. So I think we lack strategy and planning as a
0: country. I I get the feeling that you know what we we basically just saying yeah so much money and here is so much money without um, and, and I would like the president to come and say, here is 19 billion rand, but we're going to be using yeah. this 19 billion rand for the youth. And we will be using it with this particular strategy, you know, that you need to have a a, a plan. You need to be able to yeah. say, this yeah. is exactly how we're going to involve the youth. And this is how we're going to be creating, uh, you know, new jobs for the youth. What sectors do you feel that that 19 billion rand should go to?
2: me, it's definitely the National Youth Development Agency, and I'm saying this because it is the one organization that has, over time and time and again, um, proved to prioritize the interests of young people in the country, you know, and I'm um, talking about this in reference to the many other activities that the organization has funded and supported without, beyond just um, financial support. And I'm talking about how there has been, even in the pandemic, the National Youth Development Agency has really been active in offering leadership um, seminars, in offering entrepreneurship, uh, what is it? Lessons and everything of that sort. So I think for me, the National Youth Development Agency would be the best um, organization in everything to actually decide which um, sectors deserve the allocation of the funds that the Minister spoke about today.
0: Just my my very last question to you uh, quickly Elaine is that uh, you speak about the National Youth Development Agency how much involvement um, does the youth have in in that particular agency is it just uh, you know sort of old parliamentary guy saying this is what we're going to do and without consultation because if you have an agency you definitely need to consult with the youth
2: true See, I think for me, and I'm going to quote um, another interview that I was a part of. I think for me, the problem is that we have a government that is not very consultative in terms of the decision making of the country. You know, it cannot be that decisions are made for the youth, but there is not or there is very little and minimal engagement from young people as a result Unemployment has always been a problem in South Africa, but it has tripled in the entire pandemic. So it's a problem because the government does not speak to that. For me, what the minister said under driving job creation, where he said that the president's job creation and protection initiative will be rolled out and in the medium term. I think for me, that should have been what the entire speech focuses on rather than um, going through with the allocation of figures and numbers that we do not really know what they will be used for, you know. So I think that that is the problem that really sits at the whole concept of not including young people and also of not understanding which problem exactly is being addressed. Because if it's unemployment, the government is seeking to um, eradicate the ripple um, effects of, then it cannot be that money is just allocated without direction till today.
0: We, 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 we need to get the youth into the economy and we need to get the youth involved in the economy. We need to get the youth, um, into, into the economy so that, you know, going forward, they can actually be Uh, take ownership of that economy. John Dylan Peterson, this uh, this evening we're chatting to John Dylan Peterson as well as Elaine Scott from um, Activate Leadership Network. And we're chatting basically about Hito Imbaweni's speech, what were the shortcomings, um, and and was the problem of youth unemployment addressed? And, John, uh, we know that youth unemployment is very high. How does this affect young people uh, when they start viewing their role in the
1: economy? Um. As is the the minister quoted a 3013 percent uh, unemployment rate, and I think um, that definitely uh, would put youth at a at a, at a back foot uh, thinking of um, of opportunities that may exist in the economy um, to potentially get a job and i mean as is that ballpark, that figure is um, the 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 entire um, the entire country not necessarily a specific cohort um, being the youth um, and being um, bombarded with these figures, I can, I think, slightly be overwhelming for um, any youth. And I'm looking at, I'm speaking rather bro- broadly in terms of youth, uh, but particularly those entering the job market and those in, um, in their last years of tertiary education, um, that um, you're really going to have to need rather some ministerial interpretation of these aids that are there before you can actually think of um, wanting and, and seeking some um, employment. Mm.
0: And and I don't think that the youth of today want to sit within the next five to seven years or even ten years and say that we've given you and you've inherited uh, a bankrupt country. So we've heard from the minister today that debt is South Africa's greatest weakness and you know that is going to increase and as the future of the country. Uh, how do you feel about the decisions that are being made now? Uh, that you guys will have to deal with in the future.
1: Um, look, so it is as I mentioned earlier. Uh, I want to say that these things get lost in ministerial interpretation. Um, from when someone like the finance minister or the president or uh, the minister of um, Cogna and traditional affairs says something, um, to when the the, the the white papers are released and it becomes legislature, and to when it, it mm-hmm. all translates down to local government um levels when it when us as the layman or the youth actually get to wrestle with the realities of those bigger announcements um that really just um there's a lot of things uh, or, or important elements missed in that whole chain and by the time it gets to youth i think um it is just a bit overwhelming as i've mentioned before but also with the um overarching concerns regarding mismanagement of funds, corruption, um, looting that happens throughout these chains. So by the time you get to a place, as Elaine mentioned, where you can potentially go request something from the NYDA, um, you're, you don't meet half of the requirements that weren't really mentioned in the initial speech. Um, so I think all in all, there's a lot of red tape that we're not seeing. Um, lastly, I'll just mention that uh, from my notes, I, I think I, I heard the minister speak about um, broadening um, this relief package to the business restart program. And in so, he quoted that more businesses will be able to go and extract from this pool. I he equally said that this pool is becoming limited. Um, so it is, it is really a comes down to the fine print, and that I think youth don't want. <laughs> you can't no. say one thing and then um, hit me hard in the in the in the terms and conditions, and then you just destroy any hopes that I have of being um, successful in the South African con- economy.
0: Yes, and and basically what we what we have is is that we have this idea that so much money is given to you, you know youth development and and the development of the youth and getting the youth involved in the economy. But the problem is, how long does that 19 million ran actually take to spiral down from wherever it needs to come
1: exactly and there's many people that are pulling from the same pool um, i'm in a fort- fortunate position where i study and i work part-time and my employer um, also made use of the, uh, the uif um terrorist grant and that also was is is, is being um uh, what can i say drained at, at, a, at a drastic level um, so, as you said, by the time that X amount is announced to the Y that you get at the bottom and the red tape, um, you really don't believe that it's any form of relief anymore.
0: Elaine, where to from here? How do we start helping the youth and get the youth involved in the economy and get the youth to be active? Um, you know, I think there's there's just so much out there, and, and and it's it must be disheartening when you when you finish a degree or you finish matric and sure. you just don't have nowhere to go.
2: I think the solution is sustainability. You know, um, I was reading under. The protection of the most vulnerable. And the minister expressed that all these plans under UIF and the budget they have are to come to an end in October. You know, my thing is, it, unemployment has been an issue for the longest of time in South Africa. It is not introduced by the pandemic. Um, a continuously degrading economy has been an issue in South Africa. It is not starting now to only implement measures that are starting and ending with the pandemic is not really a solution that as a country we've been looking forward to. And I think um in, in solving the core problem, South Africa must entrust the youth of the country. You know, equipping young people as other economies across the world are doing is not an expense. It is an investment in the future of the very same country. So I think that once South Africa takes a deliberate position to equip the young people of the country to, um, what is it, to hand over even the most cheekiest and demanding of positions of leadership to young people in this country. We will be bringing in, number one, relevance. And secondly, we'll be bringing in an ability to think when they are going to... Um, what is it? Convert into adults in the future who are going to do the very same that was done with them. So and, and a government that is dedicated towards equipping its young people and not really a um, organizational, political centered um, nation.
0: And and also Elaine, we we need to remember that the map um, of of you know when when we grew up and um, you know I grew up in a in a in a situation whereby uh, you know I was a teacher in the Mannenberg area and we were told that all that you could become as a teacher, a doctor, a lawyer, you know those kind of things because there was job (laughs) reservation for us. But but Mm. things have actually changed. Um, A number of young people now are freelancing. They hold down two to three jobs, and when you go to a Bank, sure. for instance, to go and ask the bank for a loan. The bank says, "But you don't have a job. You, you, you are freelancer." Yeah. So, um, how does that playing field change, and, and and how does that affect you guys when, you know, when you're talking about the youth and employment of the youth?
2: There is a whole um, reforming and reshaping of the narrative of employment that needs to happen. You know, there are many people who are wealthier than people who qualify under the term employed but they do not belong to an employer. And still society would say they are not employed. I think the understanding that the term unemployment and the term employment should be redefined in the context of society, where the understanding is that what boils down is the ability to lead a financially sustainable life more than it is the ability to belong to an organization as a person who must sign in um, nine to five every single day. So I think the understanding of what employment really entails and the effects of it um, will help in terms of understanding where we are as a country, where we should be going, and what measures we should take in terms of arriving there.
0: Elaine Scott, Activate Leadership Network, as well as John Dylan Peterson, thank you so much for your insights. Thank you so much for, I don't know, when I listen to the two of you, I find that there is a lot of hope and that the youth, the the, the big thing that the youth lack is hope. Uh, that's all that Definitely. they want they they, they just they just basically want hope and they want to be listened to and they want to be uh, they want to be heard and they want to be part of the decision making process in the country thank you so much sure. for your time uh, both of you and have a wonderful evening
1: thank you jane for, uh, thanks jane for having Hi. us and thank you
0: thank for the you. thanks a lot bye bye